Go to audible.com for your free audiobook download. You know, Scott. Yes, Randy Orton? I think that's I, I sorry, I waited for you to say more. I'm I'm a, such a keen listener because I love Audible so much, so I'm 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 keen to listen. Wait a minute. Audible makes you a good listener. Listener? Li- yeah. No, uh, Randy Orton, Audible makes me a great listener. Scott, I <laughs> love listening. Do you? you I <laughs> love listening. You listen I <laughs> love sound you tend to listen a lot while you speak i love well randy the great part is you can get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network i <laughs> love it well good because it's free you get a free audiobook so there's over a hundred thousand titles to choose from over uh-oh uh <laughs> Uh, don't don't number all. Dr- d- <laughs> fast. Yeah, yep. Hundred thousand. I yep. Oh, love it. That's great. You can listen to them on the road with all your buddies. You can listen to it on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. Thanks, curtain jerks. You're welcome, Randy. Thanks, <laughs> Jesus. Curtain jerks. You're welcome. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And we are comedians working in Hollywood, California, Los Angeles, California, and not Culver City, California. Heck no. Certainly not. We just get lunch there. Yeah, that's where the brisk brisk winds of the ocean come roaring across California. And where Midget stayed in a famous hotel. It's true. Downtown Culver City, Midget Hotel. Uh, yeah. I don't uh, think it's called that. Home, but every, home Midget Hotel? Every, that's what everybody calls it, though. The Midget Hotel? Yeah, I think so. It's it the, is the hotel where, uh, the, uh, the dwarves midgets. stayed. Well, they don't like that term. Uh, the Munchkins from, uh, the Munchkins from the Wizard of Oz stayed. Uh, yes. Apparently, they really tore it up, too. They tore it up? Yeah, like, they really partied Bunch hard. of ankle biters. Yeah. Knee scratchers. That's what you call, uh, that's what you call some angry midges. Yep. Yeah. Ankle biters, knee scratchers. Really? Is that where the term? Calf killers. Is that where that term came from? Yeah, that's where uh, AJ Styles' uh, submission move came from. Yeah, calf so killers. He partied too hard with some of the surviving munchkins. AJ Styles stayed at that hotel, learned of the calf killers, and then adapted it into a move. A lot of people steal their moves from uh, New Japan, but he he stole it from Culver City. From downtown Culver City, from yeah. the famous hotel, which is called what? I don't know. Downtown Look Culver City Hotel? Look it up. You want me to? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we need to get this information out there. This is a wrestling podcast, the funniest one in town, uh, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. I, I, I teased last week, of course. I said uh, on our show, with we had John Morrison on the show. Uh, for those of you wondering, he doesn't live here. <laughs> for those of you also wondering, we don't live with John Morrison. Just want to clear some of that up because there's some John Morrison aficionados, some enthusiasts, uh, you might say. Who seem to think that um, maybe John Morrison? John, like, do you want to say anything about this? No, you want to hold. Okay, so you don't want to say anything. You well, don't yeah. want us. To, you don't want us to say that you're on the show today. Oh, you're not on the show today. Okay, all right. Uh, could you also get us some paper towels? Thanks, thanks. Well, and I'll get I'll get the sodas when I go to the store. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's not quato attached to us. Like we don't open up our shirt and like John Morrison. I have something to say. Bonk! Start the reactor. Turbo graphic sixteen bonk. Uh, I said punk. Oh, and you meant <laughs> and you, you meant bonk. And, and you meant bonk. Wow, good one. I heard bonk. Um, I thought that was uh, a are, really. Are we stretch. now? Are we under the impression that we hang out with John Morrison all the time? Because we do. <laughs> uh, what did you find out? What's the name of the hotel? Culver Hotel. <laughs> uh, I call it Midge Palace. Indeed, sir. Um, 
so uh, John was on the episode last week. We teased that uh, I, that I had gone to Comic Con in San Diego and that I had a hard hitting exclusive meeting with Daniel Bryan. And if you wanted to see it, you had to go to youtube.com slash curtain jerks podcast, subscribe, like comment on the video and check it out. And you can see it in full there, but we're going to play the audio a little bit later on and you'll get to hear it. I want to hear it right now, Scott. We you can't play can't. it. All right. Fuck you. Wait, why can't we listen to it right now? Fuck you and wait. This is the big opening gambit. You I- shoot the, uh, you shoot the starter pistol. People know that we're off like a shot. I'm going to be like my childhood librarian. Fuck you, wait. Wow, that's what she would say to you? That's what she would say to me. Wow. Can we hear Charlotte's Web? Fuck you, wait. I'm glad you didn't take it as a weight issue thing. No, I didn't. No. Hey, uh, I, I do, Wouldn't I would, but put any on me. Couldn't a person check YouTube right now for that Daniel Bryan interview? They could. They could play this as they're going or even pause this, come right back to it. Go to YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You should subscribe, like, and comment. Uh, wait a minute! Aren't you now pooching our exclusive for right, later on in this episode? If they if they're getting to it right now, that you know they might they might be driving in their car. All right, who knows? They might be flying in an aeroplane. And if you're flying your aeroplane right now, they might be staying in Midge Palace. Well, then you'd have plenty of time to do it. Well, but the computers are so low to the ground there. Yeah, but you have a better Wi-Fi because there's the only thing that's interrupting it is knees. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so you're going to hear that a little bit later on, but first I think this needs addressing. There's a couple things on the show we haven't talked about yet. And people have been asking, uh, us to talk about, uh, oh, and by the way, thank you to everyone for all your nice comments about the John Morrison episode, new listeners that have said nice things that they enjoyed it because sometimes we only get people via the guests, you know, you got to get those big names to pull in those, those people into the, to pull their ears in. Yeah. To spread the network. Yeah. So, uh, thank you. Thank you. And I hope you are continuing to listening. Uh, but we need to talk Gah, about... Where's the Daniel Bryan exclusive? <laughs> uh, the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. We have yet to talk about this. Hail Saban. Hail Saban. It's Chris Saban, in case uh, you're the majority of listeners out there who don't watch TNA, read about it, and then say, fuck you, wait for my viewership. Uh, I think they uh, he was a Motor City Machine Gun, wasn't he? He was. He was one of them, but then his ACLs kept blowing up, and uh, then he finally uh, got it together, and his ACLs don't blow up anymore. Where is the ACL rotator cuff, Scott? Uh, I don't think it's an ACL rotator cuff. Isn't it a rotator? Uh, no, because your knees don't do that. You know what your shoulders do? How you can... You sp- Move your arm and well, circular motion. Well, so then motion. what does the, the knee do? Knees, does the knee just Steve, bend? Steve, can your knees go in a circular motion? And yeah, it's called uh, egg beaters. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations. Uh, but uh, well, so the knee is just a joint. It just goes this way and this way. And then a rotator goes all around. Yeah, because it rotates. All right. Where are the ACLs? Uh, the ACLs, I think, are just like right above the knee. I- I'm going to check. Please do. Uh, check check the uh, the medical section of uh, Midge Palace here in uh, uh, in California in uh, downtown Culver City. Steve's looking that up. Oh, Steve's looking up all kinds of medical stuff. One the of those anterior look- cruciate ligament. Anterior cruciate ligament. Yeah, but did you learn where it was? Yeah, it's in the front of the knee. Yeah, see, I got this. I'm practically a doctor. Uh. Chris Saban is Jesus. That's fucking terrible. Remember that scene in Dark Knight where uh, the guy from Which one? Dark Knight Rises. Okay, where the uh, the guy from um, from the state is talking to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Bane. Yeah, Bane. <laughs> you remember? Yeah, he was Thomas a, Lennon played Bane. Uh, Thomas Lennon saying how there's no uh, there's no ligaments left in any of uh, Bruce Wayne's joints. And cartilage. Ca- cartilage, yeah. Yeah. If there were no ligaments left in there, I think he'd, I don't think he would have made it there. Ligaments, cartilage, come on. It's both the same sort of thing. Alfred ch- would be holding him on his back like, Seth, the doctor's here. They're both the same awkward things you bite through when you're eating chicken. I'm sure they're not what interchangeable. What kind of chicken are you eating? You've never had like you've never had like a, a chicken that's like you get a piece of ligament here or there. Yeah, you have. You've been to rallies. You've been to a bad fast food place where the yeah, chicken's like beef. Yeah, they've got ligaments in all of it. Ligaments, ACLs, come on, it's all the same. Man, I eat people! <laughs> you ever get some Twizzlers and just have to chew through those ligaments? Yeah, just the gross ligaments. Uh, for our UK listeners, Twizzlers is a uh, licorice candy. I'm usually based out of the East Coast, and people raised on the West Coast enjoy red vines. That's true. 
Um, I didn't really have a point to my story, except for the fact that if once, no, once all the cartilage, once all the cartilage is gone and all your bones, that sounds terrible. It sounds like you can't take you can't take any sort of impact. No jumping, no skipping. Well, see, the, oh, so you're saying Chris Sabin is practically Batman. Yeah, he needs that robotic knee that Batman uses. He's got it. Yeah. And he won the World Heavyweight Championship with it in TNA. That, uh, Scott, that was a ball-peen hammer. That's, that wasn't a robotic knee. I think it, it, was, it came from his hand. No, I think it was his knee. I think it was his knee. Did he, did, he, did he rotate his knee and then hit Bully Ray with it from that power slam? Yeah, in a hammer-like motion. Yeah, the downward arc of a knee. Did you see that match? Did you see when it went down? I just saw the uh, promo for it. The promo for it. Yeah, they showed it like three the times. Package. The package before Impact. What do you think? What do you think about Chris Sabin? And what do you think of his hair? You're a hair guy. I don't really think too much about people's hair. Yeah, come on. No. What what product does he use in his hair? I, I don't think he, I don't think he uses product. You think that's just grease head? Yeah, I think that he's got. Uh, I think he's got grease head. Like just not from like not from you think not he's got taking Michael care Sarah of it. hair. No, I think if Michael Sarah worked out and his hair was always matted down because of sweat, that's what I think it was. He has uh, action hair. Should Michael Sarah play Chris Sabin in the feature film of his life? Uh, why don't you just ask me to kill myself? <laughs> Chris Sabin versus the world. That's. Uh, did you ever see the end? Uh, the end. Uh, this is the end. That new movie. Oh with... no no no! I was waiting for at world's end. Oh, that's gonna be good too. Uh, Michael Sarah has a great part, and this is the end. But I don't want to ever see him do anything. It's just not interesting to me. You never want to see Michael Sarah do anything. Yeah, he's you're fine. You're saying you don't like Chris Sabin, who's Batman, who's Michael Sarah. I think you're putting words in my mouth, and they are complicated words indeed. <laughs> now I know why that librarian told you to fucking wait. <laughs> so please rank uh, from favorite to least favorite. Okay, Batman is number one. Okay. Uh, Chris Saban is number two, and Michael Sarah is number three. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, Chris Saban's just saying he's the, he's the world heavyweight title. He's got me. He's, a he's the world heavyweight title? He is. If you, Look, you don't just carry the title. You become the title. Oh, all right. So he's accomplished more than Michael Sarah has. Are you happy about this? A lot of complaints that people have are that the world That champ, he's boring and that he's not charismatic. And those and would be the two. He doesn't speak well. He is. He's got a little. He's. It sounds a little pedestrian. It's not superheroic. 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 That's how heroic it should be. It's superheroic. I don't know. I'm sure it's just. It feels kind of transitional. Ooh. You know. All right. Like it's very exciting to see him with it, but like you can tell, like there's sort of when he's talking to people, it seems like he's got crib notes, or it seems like there's. I don't know. Michael Sarah would probably be better on the mic. <laughs> he'd be far more cutting. Yeah, he would like say very incisive things that and, really make people just like, "Oh, man, that he really cut Samoa Joe deep with that weight comment he made right there." Yeah, what a snide, snide world champion. <laughs> yeah, like, damn. Jeez, Michael Sarah, take it easy. <laughs> um, it's just a performance, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I feel like uh, basically all of the Bound for Glory contenders, except for Jay Bradley, I'd rather see be World Heavyweight Champion. Maybe the, that's what they're building towards. I mean, no, I'm, not yeah. with this tournament and Bound for Glory. No, I don't think so. I'm just surprised that they put Chris Sabin there. Like the the tournament is so long, it feels like that. Why would you like sort of change the main event? By putting in someone who's like, I'm sure he can go. It's interesting to watch him, but it's like character-wise, yeah. the story is him waiting <laughs> for uh, the Bound for Glory tournament to be over. Rank these. Batman, Joseph Park, and Michael Sarah. I think you just put it in order for I put it in yeah, that order? Yeah, I appreciate that. Fuck, that's a slight to Joseph Park. What? He's great. Oh, that you like Batman more than Joseph Park? I Preferably, I'd like to see uh, Joseph Park as Batman. Well, this is, brings me to a point because there's uh, some stuff going on here with Bully Ray and Chris Sabin, and he tried to bring a, an attorney in. This is the worst. This is my absolute least favorite. I understand why they do it, but it's my least favorite thing in wrestling. Because you got legal troubles? No, it's not legal troubles. I'm about to have some legal troubles because anytime there's an issue. Slanderous? Slanderous. Libelous. I'm going to write everything down, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to people. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was a pussy joke. Oh, what? Libless. <laughs> Libless. Lipless. Um, the uh, the idea where guys fight each other to solve problems, and then when one guy loses, he's like, 
I'm gonna sue you. It's such a, uh, it's such a turnaround. It's such an awful. Uh, oh, what, what's the scene? Is it in Suburban Commando? Where remember when Hulk Hogan's like, "Let me get it straight. First, you're gonna beat me up and break all my bones and blah blah." blah. Do you remember that scene? And I then do. The guy's like, "Is that Suburban Commando?" Yes, it is. And it's like, "Nah, man." I'm gonna sue you. Yeah, big fat biker guy. Yeah, oh yeah, classic big fat biker guy. Yeah. I never see him anymore. He might be dead. I he was not. rather oh, overweight. Come on, don't tell me that. Look it up. Big fat biker guy? Okay. Um. Well, so, he's been, what are you doing? <laughs> it looks like half of those pictures are balls. It really does. It looks like half of those pictures from a, are balls. You're not wearing your glasses, sir. And from a distance, I think all kneecaps look like scrotums. Uh, yeah, that's why I said it. Uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of pictures of scrotums and, well, okay. <laughs> you've, you've Google searched scrotum and, uh, safe search isn't on. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's fun. You can't just search big fat biker and expect to find him. Steve's Google searching, uh, abilities are, they, they lack something to be desired. So my point is that in TNA, they brought in this attorney for Bully Ray. You'd think that Bully Ray, with first name being Bully, he would bully Joseph Park into doing his uh, attorney work for him. But that's not the case whoa, at all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a little bit out of line. Don't you think there's Scott Narver, Steve Sears? Oh, uh, everyone, uh, it's the attorney that was on TNA. It's Bully Ray's attorney. Thank you. That's how I was introduced, and that's how I'd like to be called. Bully Ray's attorney. You don't have a Bully name? Ray's attorney. You should have a name, though. You should have something. Well, that can BR address you. attorney, 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 and cliched character is my law firm. BR attorney, 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 and cliched character is your law firm? Yes. That seems. It doesn't seem. Sorry, believable. it's just a little lawyer joke. Uh, gentlemen, I just wanted to talk to you today and let you know that um, Joseph Park is a terrible lawyer. He's a terrible lawyer? Yes. Ordinarily, we don't make fun of other lawyers in the profession, but... Uh, well, you started with a joke, so I, it seems like you do. Yeah, but ordinarily we don't, but I don't like him. I don't like him at all. You don't like him? No, I am I work with Bully Ray. I, I'm the best person for the job. There's no way Joseph Park can match up with my lawyer expertise. Are you Bully Ray's attorney, or are you the attorney for all of Aces and Eights? I am only Bully Ray's attorney. Okay. Is anyone representing D'Lo Brown because he was released recently? We don't talk about him. Well, I'd like to talk about him. We have you on the podcast right now. He was the vice president of Aces and Eights. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. I can't talk about it in a legal sense, but I can certainly give you the lowdown to the best of my ability. That is using D'Lo Brown's catchphrase. <laughs> what? You... You're asking for a lawsuit right now. You just used D'Lo Brown's catchphrase. You said the lowdown. Look, look, That's look. his move. Hey, just take it easy, all right? You're looking at the real deal now, all right, Scott? Narver? Don't do that. You're now. You're the real deal of aces and eights. Okay, Anderson's the new vice president. So the lowdown is, I can tell Stop you. Stop saying the lowdown and the real deal. Those are all D'Lo Brown uh, catchphrases and moves. Fine, fine. Do you mind if I take off this bulletproof vest? Do you mind if I take off this bulletproof vest? <laughs> Look, okay. D'Lo Brown used to wear a bulletproof vest. You shouldn't. Now you're dressing as him. Hey, I thought this was going to be about Bully Ray and about Joseph Park, but if this is what it's if this I is the truth had, of the matter, I thought you had some insight. The perhaps. truth of the matter is this. D'Lo Brown declined my services after I appeared to him in a dream. <laughs> what? He dreamt of me because Bully Ray had my business card and he gave it to D'Lo Brown and uh well, I never got a chance to offer my services because he had a dream about me and he said, "No way, man. I'm not going to be working with you." All right. Um, that's a little unusual. I mean, it's an it's an unusual business to hire a lawyer in the first place when you lose a match, when you get hit in the head with a hammer, especially when you use a hammer several times and it also being your own M.O. Well, you shouldn't be saying that. You're bully. Oh, God. Oh, oh sorry. For that's a second, incriminating. I, for a second there, I thought I was D'Lo Brown's lawyer. Well, who am I? Who am I representing? You are. You said you're you are Bully Ray's attorney from attorney attorney uh, no, BR attorney, attorney 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 and cliched character cliched character, and you can't keep your own story straight. What do you plan on doing? You didn't Hogan ripped up your uh, your legal document on television. That's 
And now Bully Ray has to be in a steel cage match. That's neither here nor there. That illegal document is just a piece of paper. Hardcore Justice, the upcoming pay-per-view, is a... It's not a pay-per-view. It isn't? No, it's on television. Well, where else are you going to watch a pay-per-view? Well, no, it's, it's a... It's one of the Impact episodes, but it's like a themed event. Oh, sort of like when they did King of the Ring on Raw. Yes. I would have used uh, perhaps, you know, one of, uh, like, Destination X that you recently had on the show that you seem to be affiliated with. They had Destination X. Look, I'm a lawyer, not a wrestling fan. (laughs) Clearly. I think I think uh, people have noticed that by now. What is your plan then? What do you plan to do? Well, after I start giving people legal documents on colored paper, and those don't get and those get torn up at Hardcore Justice because the justice is in the title, I assume there's going to be a uh, bailiff, a judge, and hopefully a advocating tribunal in which I can state Bully Ray's case. What What is the case? If we could have an exclusive on here, what is the case that you're going to state for Bully Ray? Of course. Bully Ray hits people with hammers and got hit in the head with his own hammer. <laughs> I, you know, I I, I am not uh, legal counsel. Oh, I am not. That's strange. My lawyer collar seems to be beeping. <laughs> well, it seems like you're incriminating Bully Ray with what you're saying. So. Oh, that's, that's why this is beeping. Hold on. Sorry. It seems to have detonated. <laughs> I seem to have said too much about my client and my collar detonated. You, There is a small hole that has, has blown out of your neck and you're bleeding somewhat. It's not too bad, but flesh did shoot across the room. All right. I'm not a doctor either, so I don't really know what to do in this situation. Well, I'm if a, you were I'm a, a doctor and I'm a lawyer, our parents would probably be pretty, pretty impressed with us, huh? Or we'd be the Cosby family. hey <laughs> All right, maybe I'll be back with further developments. I got to get a cork for this thing, my neck. Well, the exit's right this way if you want to just pick up those couple pieces of flesh that shot across the room. Oh, he slipped right out of the room. He did, comically so, like a cliched character of sorts. Some sort of cliched character of sorts. Why don't you go to IMDb to search for the fat biker and you'll see his picture. I'm on my way. (laughs) You're on your way. That's what he said because Steve is completely off mic. Uh, Also... For TNA, they've announced that on August 1st, there's a mystery man coming. The August 1st mystery man. So by the time this episode releases, it's out there. It's It's been revealed, I would assume, unless they're going to just show more of the mystery guy on the show. So it appears the guy in these videos that they're showing, uh, I don't know where you found him, Steve. Were they on the website? Where were they showing? Twitter? I, I found him on some wrestling website. Okay, so they're out there I, somewhere. Did, you watch, did, you, did any of them show up during Impact when you were watching? I don't recall seeing any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy appears to be bald, pointy ears, as you said, pointy ears, as I said, uh, I have four guesses. He also seems to be made out of a chain link fence. <laughs> yes. And he doesn't seem to have any, um, facial features. That's true. Yeah. Also his voice horribly, horribly disfigured. Oh, it's the thing. It's Madonna from Dick Tracy. Oh, no face. Uh, was that what it was? Nobody. Uh, Q? Oh, wait, hold on. Tracy. 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 Let me sing to you. Let me sing to you one more time. It also sounds like the bounty hunter that Princess Leia's uh, disguised as at the beginning of uh, Return of the Jedi. Chewbacca. No, no, no. Chewbacca. And then she delivers Chewbacca, right? Salacious Crumb. <laughs> uh, was it Bosch? Bosch. No, Bosch was uh, Bosk. Not Bosk. Bosch. Bosch. I love you too. <laughs> A <Ugh>. friend. <laughs> oh, then who detonate that thermal detonator? <laughs> God, Return of the Jedi was so fucking good. It is good. You're still, he, Steve is still on the hunt for the fat biker. Um, so, okay. I'm going to go. My pick is going to be Hardcore Holly as the August 1st mystery man. Steve's Steve's guess, I think, is quite better, and I think would be for a better show. I believe it's going to be Adam Pierce, former gut check loser or dismissal, dismissed. Yes, uh, dismissee, dismissee. Some people are thinking it might be the Great Muta, which would be a hell of an interesting choice. Um, I don't think it's Muta. Is it, wait, now you're looking up the scene. Yeah. 
I don't understand your methods. No, I you I can't find the guy's name. They don't say fat biker on IMDb. Sure they do. They show his face. They show his fat bearded face. But this isn't going to give you any credits. You're just going to see him and go, yeah, that's the guy. If I can remember what he looks like, I can remember another movie he's in. It's that guy. He's in everything. He Don't play the audio. Don't play the audio. You can't play the audio? No. Uh, that guy, uh, uh, what was it? Stewardess school? When he, uh, he blows his nose into a napkin and then looks at it and goes, big chunks. Uh, I, I like stewardess school. Who's that? Uh, the blonde chick was pretty great in that. Oh, all of them? No, no, no. The, uh, the ditzy one. Oh, yeah. Um, as Steve keeps looking at the internet during this episode. Eh, forget it. Uh, lost to time, that fat biker. Lost to don't time. Don't make me find it, because I will find it. No, 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 no. That's not necessary. Let's keep moving along. Yeah, but this is this is something that the the listening audience wants to know. Yeah, they can participate and tell us who it is in the jerk tweets. <laughs> um, well, I saw a movie a couple of days ago that uh, shocked me because there was a wrestler in it. Well, what movie? It was Pacific Rim. Oh, which wrestler? Can you take a guess? I have no idea. I don't know anything about that movie. Come on. Uh, Dennis Berkeley. Really? That's the name of the fat biker. That took me like eight seconds. Uh, what did you What did you search? <laughs> I went to IMDb. I searched <laughs> Suburban Commando, and I looked for a dude with a fat biker face. Yeah, your thumbnails are much bigger than mine. Mine were super tiny. They were like a child's thumbnail. He's dead. What? <laughs> wow, recently. And nearby. Jesus Christ. Scott. Sherman Oaks. <laughs> you have to say it with such a plum. <laughs> oh, he's dead. I love this guy. He's dead. He died July 14th, 2013. Jesus, that was like a couple days ago. Yeah, that w- it wasn't too long ago. At the time of this recording, it's July 31st. So, yeah. Uh, Rip Dennis. Uh, what's his name? Dennis Berkeley? Dennis Berkeley. Dennis. Yeah, this is this episode is dedicated to Dennis Berkeley of Suburban Commando fame and stewardess school. A man uh, who was in The Doors, Tin Cup, Mask, No Way Out. Oh, he was in Mask. He <laughs> was one of uh, he was one of Sam, uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, Sam Elliott. No, Sam Neal. Nope, Sam Elliott. <laughs> Sam. He was one of Sam Elliott's biker buddies. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you will be missed. Yeah, Dennis Berkeley. We hardly knew ye. Uh, I wonder if he stayed at uh, the Midge Palace. Probably wouldn't have a comfortable time in there, would be my guess. I, you know, I don't, I really don't know if that's a uh, a proper thing to say. Call that place Midge Palace? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. So, in terms of like the offense level, we can either call this Den- the Dennis Berkeley episode <laughs> or the Midge Palace. Well, as our producer Phil Ranta says, um, that's bad SEO play. Uh it's not good search terms for Dennis Berkeley, probably. Um, that being said, uh, Rip, man. Yeah, we like we really grew up with that guy in movies and stuff. That's so strange. It is strange, and to think it's so nearby. Well, but on a on a more positive note of of a uh, former wrestler being in a in a movie, did you take any guess at all? No, I didn't. Come on, one guess of all the wrestlers in all. Yeah, of time, there's so many wrestlers of one. all of time. Guess, uh, take a guess. Manic. No, you <laughs> fucking idiot. That's your guess. Oh my god. You know. I'd, I've I've been wondering why you've had this cart of books with you all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say "fuck you," you get like another another pair of glasses. You start pulling on your woolen shawl, and I'm seeing these scrotums you're pulling up on our computer screens, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> these computers are for everyone. I just I wanted to Google image search scrotum. Um, I, I I felt like I didn't have enough illustrated scrotums in my life. The the movie Pacific Rim. Is the is the uh, sort of Godzilla monster robot gigantic movie. Titan movie? Uh, so th- the world builds uh, these robotic Titans, and there are these creatures coming from another uh, sort of dimension slash planet slash ocean slash. They explain it, um, but the wrestler you see in it, Kurgan. Oh, who? Uh, Clancy Brown? N- no, <laughs> that's an actor. <laughs> oh. And is he is this wrestler playing the president of the United States? Kurgan, you don't know Kurgan? It's this dude. I mean, he's not in wrestler gear right there. Oh, the guy was in. Uh, he was in the oddities. He's in Sherlock Holmes, right? Yeah, and uh, he was in the oddities, uh, and he was in the um, the Truth Commission in the WWF. He's a gigantic dude. 
you look at me as though I only know that guy from movies. Okay. Well, uh, he's he's really kick ass in it. I think he only has one line that may be dubbed, um, but he's a gigantic Russian, and he looks like a probably what you'd want to be for Halloween one year, Steve. Like he looks fucking badass, like the super tall, uh, spiked hair that's dark on the sides and like white blonde all in the middle, like a skunk. Yeah, but a a fucking killer skunk and like these red uh. I don't even know how to describe it. You got to see it. It's an awesome movie to begin with. I got it. There's a lot of movies it's, I got to see. It's Guillermo del Toro, who has always got this cool visual style. And it's just fun. Like, if you're a guy and you're hearing this right now and you're like, uh, I don't know, Pacific Rim. Yeah, Pacific Rim. Go. Because it's monsters and... Giant and, robots. Yeah, just fighting each other and destroying cities. It's sounds, great. Sounds great. Well, this was going to be my question to you. And for me and the listeners, what are you going for as Halloween this year? Yes. And uh, who is the better shitty wrestler turned action star, Kurgan or Nathan Jones? Uh, I have a list of both of their movies of what they're what they've been doing and what's coming up. And it's a it's a close neck and neck race right now because they were both equally shitty wrestlers. True. Nathan Jones. Gigantic men. Nathan Jones was in Troy, right? Yes, he's in Troy. Troy. He's in the opening uh, couple scenes of Troy. He's also in Jet Li. He's going to have this bat, big battle with uh, with uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, but it goes rather quickly, and it's an awesome fight scene in what they do. But he, it looks like it's going to just be this huge fight, mm-hmm. and it is not. Um, that's because Brad Pitt has that special jumping, stabbing move. That's right. Yeah, um, and he's in. Uh, yes, he's in. Uh, Nathan Jones is in the Protector. That is uh, the Jet Li. No, that's the um, Tony Jaw one. Where's okay. my elephant? Oh, that's right. Where's my elephant? And he was in the Jet Li Fearless movie. Yes. The one with the competition. Yes. Yeah. He, that, he plays Hercules O'Brien. <laughs> American O-Irishman. Yeah. When he's Australian. Um, so he has a cool fight scene in that. He, he has a great fight scene against uh, uh, Tony Jaw and the Protector. He's in something I never watched. Uh, it's a f- That was on uh, Netflix called... Uh, Muay Thai fighter, or no, sorry, Muay Thai giant. I, I did not see that. the cover, but I, I don't even know if it's on there. Anymore. What else was Kurgan He's in the in? Condemned, which I never saw yet either. That's the Stone Cold on an Island movie. Mm-hmm. That's the, the they could have that that could have that could have been the pitch. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin on an Island punching bears. He's in Conan the Barbarian, the newer one that I thought was dog shit. That was terrible. That shouldn't have been called Conan the Barbarian. They should have just called it Barbarian Wasteland, and <laughs> that would have been called it a fucking day. His character name in that was Akun, which I believe was short for Akuna Matata. Ah, seize the day. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, oh, uh, called Terrain. <laughs> uh, is there a new Mad Max movie coming out? Yes, there is. There's well, three coming out. He's in Mad Max Fury Road as Rictus Erectus. That sounds like he's going to be playing a humongous role, like the guy in the leather gear and the hockey mask. Just walk away. I, it sounds to me like he's just going to be a big, veiny boner. No, but humong- Lord Humongous sounds like the same thing. That is, that's not what his name is, though. Rictus Erectus. Rictus Erectus, I think, is in the same name of villain. Is in the same comes from the same school of villain naming as Lord Humongous. All right. Uh, and then we got Kurrigan, who some of his big movies. He was in Three Hundred. He was uber immortal. He was a giant in that. Uh, he's wearing in a mask. I remember he was the tall, masked immortal. He's Sher- he's in Sherlock Holmes. He's Dredger. Um, he's the guy that they fight at the yeah uh, near like the end near the ship. Yeah, at the shipyard. He's the gigantic Frenchman, oddly mm-hmm. enough. And uh, there's that cool part where uh, Robert Downey Jr. throws the gigantic sledgehammer at him, and it just bounces off of him. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other things that I, I'm not familiar with them. Monster Brawl. Do you know that one? Monster Brawl is the movie with Kevin Nash as a general, and the entire movie is famous movie monsters facing each other in what? a wrestling ring. Well, shit. He's Frankenstein in that. Yeah, it's supposed to be – I mean, on paper, it sounds awesome. Awesome. Sounds Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> but <laughs> I heard it was disappointing. He's in a Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters as Polyphemus. Polyphemus? Polyphemus. Polyphemus. Uh, wasn't that one of the Cyclopses? I don't know. I thought Poly- Polythemus was one of the Cyclopses. And then Pacific Rim Lieutenant Alexis Kaidanovsky. Kaidanovsky. So, at this point, who's winning? Who's who's doing better? Uh, 
financially, I think that Nathan Jones is doing bringing in the big bucks, but I think Kurgan's in more weird stuff, which is sort of what I I'm a fan of. I think Kurgan's winning. Yeah, I think he in terms of uh, art over commerce, I think he's winning. And I think he's doing he's actually doing better screen work than Nathan Jones. Like Nathan Jones is having these big intense fight scenes, and you look at him, you go like, "Oh my god, that guy's a beast!" But then you go like, "Yeah." All right, that's it's just one note. Mm-hmm. Kurgan's got a he's got a couple of notes. Well, I feel he's like, like a jingle on the radio. He is like uh, the he the, sticks with you. The fight from Sherlock Holmes is cool because it's got different levels to it. Like there's sort of that comedy of fighting a big guy and then having the big guy finding out what hurts him. He's got some humor. Yeah, there's something. There's an, a story to be told, which is cool. Yeah, so go check out Pacific Rim and go support Kurgan. Go support him in the movie. So that way he doesn't come back to a wrestling ring. Paycheck, paycheck, gonna get a paycheck. Uh, Before we get to jerk tweets, it is that time for plug of the week. This week, where's Randy Savage? I'm sure a lot of you already are aware of this and already dig it and already like it on Facebook. I'm a little slow to the dance, but uh, I I enjoy it. I've I've liked it for quite a while. Do you know about this, Steve? No, what is it? Uh, It's basically a site on... uh, Facebook.com slash where's Randy Savage and also where's Randy Savage dot I don't do Tumblr. I don't get it. I don't. Oh, it's just a it's just a collection of photos. That's what? It. I don't understand. No, thank you. Um, there are these pictures. Oh, you got really worked up about Tumblr. <laughs> Fuck Tumblr. <laughs> Fuck Tumblr. <laughs> Fuck Tumblr, man. I don't get you. Oh, man. Those are the best kind. Uh, uh, so. Is it like a Where's Waldo, but with uh, Macho Man? Not quite. Uh, the Famous idea being historical like, where, photos. Where is he now? And where he's been? He's been involved everywhere. Mm-hmm. So there's all these photos from famous scenes, famous images, and Randy Savage is in them. Okay. So Bane in the uh, in the stock exchange, and then on one of the TVs behind him when he's talking is Macho Man on, on the TV screen. Well, yeah, because if you're a stock exchange person, what you should be doing is watching wrestling. Uh, I'll show you, I'll show Steve a couple here uh, just to get him a fair idea. These are awesome, and I, I don't know if it's just one guy putting it all together. I never learned the story, um, but they show up everywhere. He even showed up in uh, WWE.com. That he, his stuff was featured in there because, you know, they're featuring everybody but us. Um, uh, oh, here's another one. With uh, with the uh, Dark Knight Rises, since we've been talking about that so much, they just take an image and then at some point in there they put Randy Savage as though he's been. In he looks pop like he, he looks like he's holding everywhere. up a Macho Man uh, record case. <laughs> it does. The Savages poster that movie ca- that came out a while back. He's he's uh, he's in there as well in the G spot, right in the G spot, right in the G spot. It's Macho King. Uh, yeah, they, it's cool. The Muppet Show. He's in the logo there, um, and just. Putting him, uh, there's a picture from him and the jerk. Steve seems unimpressed. Well, I, uh, I like it. It's quick entertainment. It's fun. It is good. I, I guess what I don't care for is when it's just an, someone holding an ad for Macho Man. I'd rather see Macho Man in on the action, like a bunch of people terrified and aliens running away, like in the dark hallways, and then Macho Man's there, like with his teeth bared, like he's scared too. Well, you should keep looking because there's tons more where that kind of happens. Right. It looked like you almost had a nosebleed. Uh, yeah, I thought for a second I was like, man, my mustache is really bothering my nose so much. I'm bleeding. So, time for jerk tweets. Every week go to twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. This one, I'm straying from the formula a little bit. This first one right here. Because we're everywhere. People like us in all sorts of places. This so we're one... just going to be starting with some straight up white hate tweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, dear honky motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, this one is from Travis Hunt, uh, sent it to us on Facebook. He says, I'm curious what you guys think of smarks that refuse to accept a wrestler's new character. I personally think the people yelling Husky Harris at Wyatt or during the Ole, or doing the Ole chant for Sammy Zion are doing nothing but hurting these guys. If you want to support a wrestler, then play along. And if they're a heel, boo them. If you don't like a wrestler, then silence. Shh. I would love for people to say shh to wrestlers they don't like. I think that'd be amazing. Uh, my my brother, when we'd go to live events, and uh, this is, we're talking like a 99, 2000 Ooh, in those years. Ruthless aggression. So whenever it was like an I X-Pac, mean attitude. 
an X-Pac uh, Big Boss Man Mark Henry match then with pairings of like guys that just didn't make good matchups and that's the match that's right after the intermission mm-hmm. like that you know hey there's still time to get to your seats no rush to come back it's okay he always wanted people to grab a newspaper and read it oh like you would just raise it up and cover your Ra- face raise it up cover your face and don't make any noise and just let them know we don't want any part of this I think that's that's also up there with closing your eyes or like leaning against whoever's next to you, stuff like that. <laughs> if you're on camera and you don't like what's if you don't like what's going on on Raw or something, and you're in great seats, just pretend you're asleep, or turn around and just keep pointing behind you <laughs> in a higher up section and go, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, just there's something else that's way more exciting. Everyone's attention away constantly mm-hmm. throughout the entire match, and then once it's over, go and just turn around and just golf clap. I feel like I've I've seen that at, at a live event where people just turned away from the uh, from the ring. It always seems really like that one. That, like you can't even sneak a peek. If you do, you're you've you've pooched everybody's your own. doing. Everybody's turning. Yeah, but I think if you have the newspaper, you can at least cut the little eye holes so you can you can be watching. Well, I we talked about this before and being upset when when Ryback would come out and people would chant Goldberg. Yeah, that yeah for a little bit if you want to do it here and there, but. At some point, it just doesn't serve a purpose anymore. You're not clever for thinking of it, um, and it's just played out. It's just what's the point? If you're gonna make fun of people, you might as well make it clever so they can appreciate or it. Or super personal, like Michael <laughs> Sarah would. Yeah, just so incisive and biting. Uh, yeah, I think you're. If you're gonna be at a live event, you should be able to say whatever you want, unless there's kids uh, around. Uh, 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 Ryback, uh, uh, Ryback, more like uh, Ryback, uh, go backstage. No one wants to see you. Thank you, Michael. Sarah. <laughs> I think there's that element of if you're as long as you're not being like just full of hate. Uh, uh, Bray, Bray, Bray Wyatt. Uh, why, why, why you even come out here? <laughs> why it, it you here? Good, uh, good. Thank you, Michael. Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah jabs are just fucking deep. Just, just tiny, like deep. they're just prison shanks, like needle thin switchblades. Mm-hmm. So. Fans, I think, yes, fans should sooner boo. Fans should sooner just turn on the guy. Do something else. Like, just make noise of some kind, but don't. Commentary, like, actual commentary on storylines and stuff like that. It's like booing the director's commentary when you're watching a DVD. It's like, I do not care for the creative choices that have been made for you and your character. That's just... It's too much to say, and you're taking that time to sort of to take yourself and other people out of your fantasy fight that you're trying to enjoy. Uh, Sammy, Sammy Zion, more like um, really generico. <laughs> Good one, Michael, sir. <laughs> I am Alex Rude says, who is the one wrestler you enjoy seeing getting their ass kicked? Who is the one? <laughs> Personally, I like it when Miz gets his ass kicked. Can't, I can't refute that. Who is the one for you, Scott? <laughs> um, I do enjoy... I, I've always loved that clip when Kofi Kingston kicked Miz square in the forehead and split him open and just knocked him right out. I do love that. Uh, other than Miz uh, legitimately getting punched or hit in the ring, Michael Cole. He always, uh, yeah, that mud hole Stone Cold stopped in and was pretty cool. Yes, the time where Stone Cold just bullied the fuck out of him for like eight minutes on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Drug him around everywhere and just hit him and clobbered him. Oh my god, that was great. Uh, Lesnar and Undertaker in that Hell in a Cell match. That was just pretty awesome to watch all around. So you like seeing those guys get their ass kicked? I think You like seeing The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar get their ass kicked? Those are the ones! <laughs> those, <laughs> like, I, like it. I chose a guy that I think I could potentially beat up. Hey, you know what? Never say never. Or tell them what I said. <laughs> well, I'm going to tweet them both. All right. Yeah, did Brock Lesnar, is he on Twitter? He is. Really? Yes. Who's doing that for him? Uh, <laughs> Sable. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> or a deer that he's trained. <laughs> um, Chris Bickley Man, The Undertaker's just never tweeting, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's like he's gone for so many months and he just doesn't tweet. Oh, he always says receptions just shit in Death Valley. Whatever. Dude. I've been. It's all right. It's hot, though. It's probably got Sprint. Sprint's okay. Uh, Undertaker, 
M- more like uh, under un- take that paycheck to the bank after WrestleMania. Fuck, Michael Sarah, you are cold blooded. <laughs> oh, slithering like a snake. Chris Bickley five says with WWE constantly looking into other things such as WBF, XFL, and now movies. What's next for WWE to destroy? Uh, apps, apps <laughs> on phones. Well, I think he called that one. Yeah. Um, whatever's popular, they're going to find a way to try to be a part of it. I think, uh, geez, tumblers. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> they have already had the, the four best WWE themed tumblers. Oh, well, restaurants, restaurants in times square. <laughs> I never got to go. I really wanted to go. I was on a tour bus. And I went past it, and I was like, oh, man, I'd love to go. Oh, man, I, I want some Big Show nachos so bad. Big big Chachos were the, were the big selling point. <laughs> big Chachos? Big Chachos. Those were Camachos nachos. Cam- those were Camachos nachos. Big Chachos are Big Show nachos. Oh, okay. Um, mozzarella sticks? And then if you go Mis- up to the mozzarella sticks? If you go up to the bar, you can get a CM Punk glass of water. <laughs> oh, yeah. For $8? Mm-hmm. Uh, CM Pepsi. <laughs> I would say music. You like really getting in, you know, sure they do. They did for a little bit their albums where they say you mean like pushing Cena to do another rap album. Uh, yeah. More guys doing more mainstream music, trying to release albums like, you know, Tensai singing, uh, just getting all their personalities to, to sing actual songs, singing covers. Jeez. I, you know what? I, I, I can agree with music. I also would think uh, superstar-themed social networks. Doesn't that already exist? No, like not just Facebook, but it'd be like Lord Tensinet, where you'd have to sort of – you would then have to log in and sort of be like – imagine them trying to be like, yeah, it's the wave of the future. You can talk to each other, but only in 40 characters. Oh, I see. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of disappointing to talk about because I'm like, what's, what is left for them to destroy? What if something super cool comes out and they ruin it? What do you mean that something would be ruined? I think it'd be great. Uh, John Laurinaitis, you've, <laughs> I saw you coming from 15 feet away and you were sneaking up the whole way. I heard you mention music and I got really excited. Well, one of our jerk tweets asked if uh, there would be, what's the next thing WWE, what's the next market they could get into? And one of the things Scott had said was uh, music. Music, making music better for those listeners out there. Well, but, I've been right, working right. on many albums for quite some time. Well, uh, you know what? If you want to just put down the iTunes information, briefly put it down i'll put it down right now uh give me give me somebody what give me come on give me somebody um name uh, one of your favorite wrestlers steven sears okay uh come on give me somebody uh kofi kingston sos give me a shout out sos come on sos i hear him baking SOS, we're gonna have some cookies. Boom, who's Who Who I don't. That, that's uh, a okay, sampling okay, right there. Uh, the that's, Japanese buzzsaw. Japanese buzz. Oh, uh, Tajiri. Yeah. Oh, that's going in the way back machine. But all right. Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, it's all instrumental. I could do it for you. Uh, could you scat it? Uh, yeah, sure thing. I could scat it. Um. It's a sampling. That's what you get. It's sampling. Uh, Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Uh, Spike Dudley. See, these are all like big show. Tunes. Big show. Well, well, it's a big show. Well, it's a big bad show tonight. Great, Kali. Hold on, hold on. I think it's time that you should get the album now. Uh, no, come on, just two more. Two more. All right, uh, great, Kali. Uh, hold on. Let me, let me think of that one. I've got a lot of songs running through my head. <laughs> yeah, you're like a, you're like a, uh, a music database. 
Great Kali, mighty is he, Ali Ababwa. Strong as ten youthful men, look at them joil up. They are very young and supple. Boy, God, let's get in a jumple and fly across a carpet. Okay, this next one's going to be a little bit tough, but it's leading up to the ending one, okay? Okay. Uh, Alex Riley. Hey, I need a job. Look at me. I'm for hire. I'm Alex Riley. Hey, he shows up every once in a while and talks to Brad Maddox. Yeah, but no one ever plays his music. That's true. So I've just written a tune for him. Okay, uh, final one, Dolph Ziggler. I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. I'm showing it. It's for sale. <laughs> I have another song. Do you want to hear another one? No, that was perfect. Happy birthday. Uh, you can't sing that. You can't sing that. We don't have the rights to that. We don't have the rights to that. Uh, well, all right. It's my birthday. Uh, Gosh. 51 today. July 31st being my birthday. Yeah, thank you for sharing your music with us today. I'm 51 years old today. Con- congratulations. It's my birthday. That's why you had me on. Yeah, 51. You snuck in here. Because it's a surprise party. You. <laughs> I was very surprised. Well, uh, 51 years. Uh, happy that you stopped by. Um, uh-huh. Just waiting for my gift. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the cake, blow out some candles, make a wish. Yes, siree. My mean, birthday. Yes, uh, well, um, well, the music sounds great. I really liked the Tajiri uh, one. Uh, I know you're thinking your present is your presence, but nope. I would actually like something that I could hold and open. Okay, uh, fair enough. A gift. If you just take a look at the Google image search and press back on the uh, on the things I was just recently... What are these, seen. ACLs? Uh, no, those are scrotums. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, I can't hold these. I'm taking this monitor. Please don't take this I'm monitor. I'm taking this monitor. Don't take that monitor. I'm taking this monitor. Uh, it is my birthday. I'm 51 years old. All right. Happy, four, 51? 51. No offense, but you sound a lot older. Oh, why, thank you. That's very flattering. <laughs> why is this my years? Oh, and happy birthday to Scott tomorrow, you piece of shit. Oh, Scott, is your birthday tomorrow? Yeah. August 2nd? August 1st? August 1st. Hey, congrats, buddy. Thank you. What are you doing? Well, the recording a podcast, I was huh? Gonna, I was going to take that monitor. Yeah. I needed a monitor for my work. God, I am... I happy mean, birthday, buddy. I paid for it out of my own money. Like, happy birthday. I, I paid for... Yeah, I know. That was such a I was such a generous, generous contribution to Comedy Podcast Network. How old are you gonna be? Fifty one. Yeah? Yep. Don't look a day over thirty nine. <laughs> Thank you all. <laughs> um It is time for another embarrassing wrestler encounter. I feel like I had three today. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Uh this is from uh Graham Glover. I'm assuming it's Graham. It's a very odd spelling. G R A E M E. So if it's Graham. Or Grame. I apologize if I didn't say it all correctly, but I'm going to assume Graham Glover on this one, all right? Graham Glover. Graham Graham Glover. Sent to us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash curtain jerks. Says, don't know if I can post funny meeting wrestler stories here or not, but nonetheless, I've been drinking. So, so was at a shop in Ire, Scotland, as local Scottish wrestlers Lionheart, Andy Wilde, and their bud showed up. Talked to Lionheart and Andy, not realizing whom was with them, and turned and said, Hey, bro, force of habit for me, and not to be too rude to their bud. To realize it was TNA's Robbie E. Whoa. I then paused for a sec because of what I just said to him, because saying bro is his thing, and was like, Shit, sorry, man, but I say that all the time. <laughs> He sort of looked at me for a second and said, No, nah, it's fine, man. Good to see you. And fist bumped me. Cool guy, but that was just the funniest random moment to use my vocabulary. Thought you would enjoy. Now, there's something I always want to make sure of. When you always, you always Scott, when you read the wrestler's response, it's always with the exasperated sigh, <laughs> which is always with the. No, it's okay. <laughs> And what if uh, Robbie E was totally stoked? 
He might have been. So, hey, no, man, it's cool. <laughs> oh, fuck, you said what I say. I mean, take the other half of this amulet. I'm wondering if his, his, if his hair is always up like that, the same as, like, a luchador has to wear their mask all the time. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So, so people constantly think he's Robbie E? Or being electrocuted. Or trying to put stuff on top of his head, like... Like a... Like a coffee end table. <laughs> right. Um, it, it could be. He might have to live the gimmick till the day he dies. Live the gimmick. Um, so thank you for sending that. Please send... I know you listeners out there, you have more. You've gone to an FYE. You went to some... Is that uh, the video store in the mall? Yeah. Yeah. They used to send those guys there to do signings. Wow. Um, I think... I, I know I met somebody there once. Uh, a couple guys. But it wasn't too embarrassing. Or going uh, outside of an I arena, guess. at a hotel. Uh, happy something. birthday, Scott. Uh, <laughs> That's what they say to me. Um, so you've met these wrestlers. You've had some weird encounter that you got to get off your chest and share to the world. Send it to us. We'll read it on the air. CurtainJerks at gmail.com. Send it to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash CurtainJerks. And chances are the Twitter, you won't have enough characters, but so email it to us. Uh, and a, close- a brief summary of your awkward encounter. Yeah. Or a lengthy uh, a telling of the tale. Um, to the email. Yeah. And if you have photos, too, we've uh, we uh, posted uh, some of Sam Alba's photos from his, uh, the Trent Beretta encounter and the Miz encounter. He found those photos. They're on our Facebook page. There's an album of the uh, embarrassing wrestling encounters. Historical. Yeah. And that Miz smile, holy shit, is that a Miz smile for the ages in that Sam Alba photo. God, he, he always looks like he's sunburned. Yeah, that he sunburned his lips right yeah, off. Yeah, just on his lips. Like, ow. Burnt right up and into his. Yeah. Nah, the inside of my gums are sunburned. Um, So, I've been teasing it. I've been saying it's going to be here. I think it's about time we play that Daniel Bryan Comic-Con. All right, exclusive. let's do it. I'm palpitating with apprehension and suspense. <laughs> well, fuck you for not watching the video this whole time. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much for watching you're, the video this whole time. You're welcome. Time. Uh, so, yes, this is from San Diego Comic-Con. Exclusive! <laughs> Exclusive! Exclusive! Yeah, you're not getting this anywhere else. You're not getting this from those other podcasts that I don't want to mention. Listen to the crisp audio of this exclusive ec- encounter with Daniel Bryan. So, uh, take, a, take a listen right now. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for an interview yep. for my podcast. Yep, sure. Uh, I can't do an interview. I can do a picture or something if you want. Okay. Yeah. Sure All right. So there you go. That was me and that, I mean, you might have thought, like, what was that, a 45-minute? Fantastic. Was that a 45-minute interview? That was an exclusive encounter with Daniel Bryan. Oh, man. That was incredible, Scott. Thank you for the hard-hitting journalism. What can I I appreciate the encounter. That's what I do. And us being able to share it with our fans is such a... A coup. It's such a uh, such a uh, dominant force for us in podcast land. Yeah, I had to stop him. Yeah, you know what? And that's... Like, stop uh, running your mouth, buddy. Admirable. Fantastic. G- great job. He's like, can we talk beards? I'm like, you know what? I already turned off the recorder. Great job, Scott. Go away. Excellent. Yeah, it's like, no more. No more, Daniel Bryan. Stop it. Excellent work. Excellent, what, excellent what work. What did I say? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. hey but- down here. Ray Mysterio. Hey, hey, hey! What's up? Hey, buddy, how are Get you? Are you okay? Oh yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I heard you guys mentioning uh, San Diego, and you know, Comic-Con. Yeah, were you there? Oh yeah, man, I lived there. Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Did you go to Comic-Con? Oh, see, si. see, si, yeah, I was there. Did you dress up? Uh, well, I wanted to, but uh, when I tried to go inside. To, to go inside and, you know, sell some Mattel action figures, you know, because the Rey Mysterio is so popular with all the children. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, it was unfortunate uh, because I've been having some injuries as of late because, you know, my knees are made of dandelions, you know, and so when people blow on them, like my ACLs just fly off, you know. I Let me close all these windows. I don't want a stray breeze to hurt you. Oh, thank you. My pedicle. So, you know, there are some guys there that, you know, were kind of mean, you know. Who was mean to you, Rey Mysterio? Well, you know, I don't want to name names or nothing, but they grabbed me and then they used me as a piñata. Who were these guys? I don't want to say. They hit me with sticks. Who were these guys? I dropped all the candy that was in my pocket. Who were these guys? The children from Mattel Toys. I know. That candy is for the kids. Who were these guys, Rey Mysterio? Oh, no. Were they dressed up? Yeah. What were they dressed as? 
Superman and Batman. You got beat up by Superman and Batman. I got beat up by Superman and Batman. See, this is my problem with Comic-Con. My problem with Comic-Con is that it's being taken over by giant corporations. And Superman and Batman are great superheroes, but there's a lot of other superheroes and Borg and Stormtroopers that could be dressed up like the Green Lantern that were not beating you up, Ray. Superman was Michael Cera. Ah, that's... I'm sorry. I hope he didn't hurt your feelings as well as you. He did hurt my feelings. What did he say to you? He said, Rey Mysterio... There is no mystery because we've seen you take your mask off in WCW. <sighs> it makes me cry. It's a different federation. I don't know why people think that still counts. Hey, no, Ray, come on, Ray, take it easy. No, it makes me cry. Ray, hey, look. I'm not going to beat you up, all right? Oh. Why don't you take some candy from the dish? Fill up your pockets for those kids. Okay. All right. Thank you. Can I have these Skittles? Yes, of course you can have the Skittles. Can I have these M&Ms? Yeah, you can have these. Uh, don't mix them. I mean, you can if you want. I can't, well, why not? Because then I'll, I'll know chocolate what, and what's It's what. chocolate and tarty fruit. Well, yeah, but one says S and one says M. You into that stuff? Sometimes. Light. Hey, this is <laughs> we're on the air. <laughs> what? what? What's wrong with being into candy? Yeah, I am into candy. What were you talking about? The light stuff. <laughs> you know, like biting and like... What are you talking about, man? Hey, Ray, get out of here. Are you... T- I, I've got a broom. <laughs> no, please don't hit me with your broom. Okay. Okay, but I just go to the other side of the room. Adios. Give me your forehead. What? Give me your forehead. That's uh, okay. 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 That's uh, Stephen Sierra. Follow me for all of time. Wait, what was that last part? <laughs> Follow me for all of time. We shall be on a journey together to God and everything. And just uh, join me later at the Midge Hotel. Oh. Midge Palace. Uh, 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 join me at the Midge Palace. Scott, he just put a key card in my mouth. Hey, that's awesome, man. You, you can uh, hang out later and get some... Uh, exclusive some interviews. Yeah, some exclusive interviews. All right, all Rain right. Mysterio at Midge Palace. You know, we've really got to stop mixing these M&Ms and Skittles on the table. I feel like it's always sort of a uh, a crapshoot. I think it lets everybody know we're in a little S&M. Yeah, it's good to know. And then also those double bubbles that I unwrapped and they're <laughs> at the bottom. Yeah. Those so, are easy to find. Yeah, but those get really hard like with all the air, so yeah. you can't chew Then I like to pretend they're clown teeth. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, so ends another episode of Curtain Jerks. Good job. <laughs> I didn't even. I had no idea it was your birthday. Yeah, yeah. I I think you I waited. Keep it secret. Yeah, you keep it secret, and then you broadcast it on the podcast. It's easier to tell people on the podcast than it is to tell people in real life. Thanks a lot, Scott. Yeah, Facebook covers it. Oh, no, not, I don't check Facebook. Yeah, you sure don't. <laughs> Bullshit. I don't you're know what's going on. for Facebook. You're a Facebook I'm not a, I'm not a Facebook fan. You fuck are. Facebook. Oh, but man. Fuck Facebook. Let's find Lord Tensinet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as I've said before, YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. We got videos with John Morrison. We got videos with Daniel Bryan. We're, you know, we're going to these events. We, I, I went to Comic Con and E3. Uh, we're going to VidCon this week. I don't know if we're going to be shooting any video. We're I don't be- know what we're going to be doing, but we're sure as hell going to have a good time. Yeah, we're going to talk about it when we come back because VidCon sounds really fucking weird. But we thought we'll go. We'll check it out. There's bound to be some wrestling fans. Who knows what'll happen? And uh, we're going to SummerSlam. So all these. If things- there's anything wrestling related, or there's not anything wrestling related, we'll make something wrestling related. And we'll yeah. shoot a video. And we'll, you know, we have our pay per view predictions on there. That's where the only spot we're going to get those. So you're going to want to subscribe to that channel right now. You're thinking about it, you're going, I don't know. Go do it. You're You've only got, yourself. you know, YouTube doesn't tell you this, but you only have so many subscriptions you can use, and you should do it on this good one. Is that true? No, of course not. You can use any subscription you want for anything. <laughs> and it's free entertainment for you. Yeah. We give this podcast to you for free. We give you that for free. We get that Audible deal. If, you, if you're if you passing over that Audible deal, too, you're crazy. Go get that Audible yeah, deal. Yeah, go listen to a book. We're giving you free entertainment. We plan on keep giving you more free entertainment. We have some big news coming up soon. We have some big surprises. Uh, we got an invite recently to something that's super cool, and we're going to be talking about all this soon. So stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Strap in your X-Wing. Come come fly with us. <laughs> come fly, fly with, with us. us. Come fly with All us. All right, Mr. Laurinaitis. Come fly with us. All right. In an X-Wing. It's the end of the show. Tilly's. He lived. No, he didn't. Through all the movies. No, he didn't. Little trivia for you for the Star Wars fans. Happy birthday to me. No. Scott, you're a piece of shit. Uh, Mr. Laurinaitis. What with me? I, Mr. Laurinaitis, please. Here, have one of these double bubbles. Oh, clown tea. Yeah. Well, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. 
Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedypodcastnetwork.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to us. huge yes yeah, huge fantastic. makes us a global phenomenon have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. <laughs>